0: This episode's random word is... Omoshiroi, meaning fun. The Japan podcast is... Omoshiroi, fun. Alright, simple word, but, you know, very useful. I say fun throughout the day. I hope to have omoshiroi, and uh, I hope you also have omoshiroi, fun, while listening to the Japan podcast. So with that said, let's move on with this week's episode. Welcome to this week's episode of the Japan Podcast. Now, this week is going to take, you know, a little uh, brain power. It's going to, it has some big concepts, some big ideas. But the good thing about this week is we're going to take a big idea and we're going to make it into a nice, omoshiroi, bite sized chunk so that you can digest this and you can, um, well, Stay motivated to continue. So, what is this big, grand topic that I am going to be teaching you? I'm going to teach you a little bit about particles. And we're going to get some practice in this, okay? So, particles, like I've said in the past, we've we've had a few of them. We've had a couple of these guys going on so far. But, there, there's a lot of particles. So, what particles are we going to be learning today? Today, we're going to be learning the particle O, DE, And meat. So, what are particles? They are used in the Japanese language to connect words to actions and kind of guide you with the structure of a sentence. Basically, think of this. Think about the Japanese language. It's structured quite differently than English. For example, the verbs are at the ends of the sentences. So, for example, that would be like, I, bike, road, or... I, library, went. Um, I, sushi, ate. It, see, right there, it's a little bit weird and backwards. And it only gets more confusing from there. Once you start combining multiple people into a sentence, multiple actions, multiple places, it starts getting more complex. You kind of need particles to place in between words to dictate what who is taking what action, who is uh, possessing an item, who is going where. So particles you kind of place in between words to glue them together as sometimes the order of the words doesn't make sense. These particles will guide you through the sentence to help you connect. Who's doing what, what object is being affected by what action, and so on. I hope that kind of gives you an idea, but if you're still confused, as uh, you probably are, I would be too. Let's just get into some examples here, alright? And you'll start to see how this works. I can't really explain this whole grand topic in a quick sentence. So let's just go with our first small example. And let's start with our first particle of the day. And our first particle of the day is O. Now, if you're reading this, Um, you might be confused. Why is O spelt W-O? You'll also notice if you can read Hiragana, um, I'll be helping you out with that eventually. Don't you worry. Um, You'll see the Hiragana character as W-O as well. But when you see that character used as a particle, you only pronounce the O. That's why you'll typically see W bracket O. So if it's a particle, it's just O. Alright, so now that we got that out of the way, let's continue. So how is this particle used, and what does it mean? Now this particle is used to indicate the direct object affected or involved in the sentence. What does that mean? Again, we're sounding a little bit too textbooky for my brain to understand. But, let's get into a more practical and Kyle explanation of this. Simple. Simplified. So, to help you understand... Let's say you have a sentence and you're saying, for example, our first example sentence, I drink coffee. Now, let's let's convert this into a hybrid sentence that I like to do. Just to grasp, I'm going to be speaking words in English, but structuring it as a Japanese sentence using the Japanese particle. So, if I want to say, I drink coffee, the hybrid sentence for you to understand is coffee o oh, drink. Now, first of all, you'll notice, as I explained a little bit earlier in this episode, that the, the grammar and the word order is different in Japanese. I, w- I don't say, I drink coffee. I'm, I'm saying, coffee, oh, drink. Quite different. But this is where particles come in, and this is where particles help. So first you state the object, all right? And again, the verb always goes to the end of the sentence. So it's like, coffee, drank, all right? bike road I bike road I sushi ate always verb at the end. so coffee o oh, drink now the particle O oh, remember as I said in my textbooky explanation was it states the the object that is affected by the verb. so in this case the verb is drink and the object is coffee. so coffee o oh, drink. Now the particle saying that coffee is the object that was drank. So now that that's understood, let's break this down and go full Japanese mode on this, okay? So let's let's hear this whole sentence in Japanese. Kohi o nomimasu. Oh, well, look at that. You got a whole new phrase now. You can say I drink coffee in Japanese. Uh, if you're a coffee drinker, that's great. If you're a tea drinker, you could just replace kohi with ocha for tea. You could say ocha o nomimasu, meaning I drink tea. Choose whatever one you prefer, but I'm going to stick with coffee for now. Alright, so the Japanese words that you may not know that I used in the full Japanese version was coffee is kohi in Japanese. Alright, so coffee, I kind of hybrided my word there. Coffee is kohi, followed by the particle o, linking that Coffee is going to be affected by the following verb, which is nomimas. The verb nomimas means to drink in Japanese. So with all that knowledge intaken, into your brain, uh, I don't even know English apparently. Um, let's hear that once more, okay? So kohi o nomimas. You now can understand the particle o when you hear it in a sentence, or have a vague idea. Um, Just to give you a stronger idea, let's go on to another example using the particle O. So let's say, I watch TV. How would this go in a Japanese sentence? How would you structure this? Let's start there. So remember, the verb is always at the end. So, well, you only have three words here, so it would be I, TV, watch. Sounds weird in English, but in Japanese, that's a solid sentence right there. Okay, so that's pretty easy. So, what are we missing in this little sentence that we just constructed? We're missing our particle. Remember, the particle O goes after the object that is affected by the verb. Now, in this sentence, the verb is watch, and our object is TV. Simple. I TV O watch. Let's hear that one more time. I TV O watch. Alright, so that's where our particle is going to fit itself in, in this sentence. Now, are you ready for full Japanese mode on this? I'm sure you are. So let's take a listen here. I'm going to uh, tell you these words in this sentence in Japanese first, and then I'll go for the whole sentence. So, our first word, TV. In Japanese, terabi. Alright? te Terabi. And... The verb for watch mimas mimas to watch mimas all right so now those are the two words and let's fit these together with our particle full japanese mode this whole sentence here we go terabi o mimas simple tv o oh, watch got it so that is the particle o oh. so just You know, take a listen to some Japanese. If you hear an object followed by O and you hear a verb after, you know what's going on. Also, take a look at the show notes. You'll see these sentences broken down and just mix up words. You know, if you don't know all these vocabulary yet of Japanese, which takes a while, use English words, but just structure it and fill in those particles. I always do it. Super useful. And uh, fill in the blanks with your vocabulary as you go. Grammar is a big topic, so is vocabulary. you got to combine them together as you can. But, you know, do what you can with what you know. And trust me, you'll, you'll be learning. You'll be learning. So now, let's move on to particle two. Particle two today is de. D-E. All right, so let's see how this one works. Now, particle de is used to describe the location of the verb described in the sentence. Now, let's calm that description down a little bit so that we can relate and actually understand this. Basically, what I just said there, in a less textbooky way, is the particle DE states the location of the event in the sentence. Bam! There you go. Now, let's get to some examples. All right, so the first sentence that we're going to be using is I will read books in the library. Now, remember, the particle de is used to describe the location of something. What is the location of this sentence? That would be the library. So we're going to fit the de somewhere with the word library. Let's let's see how this is going to work here. Let's start with our hybrid English-Japanese style first, just to get our structure. Library de, book o, read. That's a bit different. And you'll notice someone has uh, tagged along in this sentence. That would be our fancy particle O that we just learned. You see, what we just learned, we're already applying to continue building our knowledge. That's what this is all about, folks. So, what did you notice? You You heard book O read, right? So, book is our object. The particle O snuck itself in there. Read, to connect. So you're just saying you're reading a book, right? That's how the O particle works. Connects the object with the verb. You already knew that. I didn't need to say anything, but, you know, I just felt like it. Okay, so what else did you notice? Our new particle and our location. So we stated our location first, and then we put DE, the particle DE after library, stating that is the location that you're reading your book. We could say anywhere. We could say home de, book o read. Uh, Car de, book o read. Play around with it. You know the structure. You know how it works. Review the notes in case you don't and get your practice in. That's it. So, are you ready to go full Japanese on this sentence? Because I think you are. Let's carry on here. What words do you need to know to go full Japanese in this sentence? First, you're going to need to know library. Now, how do you say "library" in Japanese? Toshiokan, Toshiokan, meaning "library." You are going to need to know the word "book," 本. hon, h-o-n, hon, hon, meaning "book," and finally the verb to read, which is, by the way, yomimasu. Yomimasu, meaning "verb to read." That's it. So now, let's go full Japanese on this sentence. Remember, English hybrid was library de, book o read. So full Japanese sentence. toshiokan de, hon o yomimasu. So what do we got? We got library, toshio kan de, particle stating the location of this sentence. Hon o yomimasu. Book, particle o, yomimasu. To read. Reading the book. Toshio kan de hon o yomimas. Now that we have this particle semi-understood here with the O kind of refreshing in our brains, let's move on to one more example. Let's say now I will watch TV at home. So what is the location of the sentence? Let's think about this. Obviously at home. So we're gonna say home particle de and now what are we doing? We are watching the TV. So we're gonna say follow that by T V O Watch. Alright, so it'll be all together. Home de T V O watch. I think we're getting pretty good at this. It's coming together. So let's learn the vocabulary now to go full Japanese with this. Home. Uchi. Okay? The word uchi for home. TV. I think we have already learned this in this episode, but terebi terebi. Okay? The verb to watch, mimas. Mimas, meaning to watch. All right. So, let's 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 finally get to this sentence here. Here it is. Uchi de terebi o mimas. Uchi de terebi o mimas. So that is uchi de, home, particle to state the location de, terabi o oh, mimasu TV, watched. I watch TV at home. There you have it. Okay. Whew. What a sentence that was. I tell ya. So, again, practice that. Review the notes. Mix up words. Jumble it up. Hybridify as you need. But, uh... Get comfortable with that because we have one more particle to go in this episode. And that is ni, the particle ni. Now, particle ni has multiple meanings. In this episode, I don't want to overwhelm anybody. So, I'm going to stick with just one way that this particle is used. Alright, so one way the particle ni... NI is used is to state the time of an event. Pretty much just like the last particle, DE, to say the, uh, the location. This is kind of just the time. Alright? Pretty simple. Let's just get into some examples here. Okay. So, let's say I wanted to tell you, I will go to bed at 11 o'clock. So, can you guess how this particle will be used in this sentence? Well, I'm describing the time, right? So, 11 o'clock is the time. So, probably going to go somewhere around there. Let's see how this works. Our hybrid example. 11 o'clock ni, go to bed. You state the time and you follow it with the particle ni to say what time that you're going to go to bed. Time of the event. The event in this sentence is going to bed. So, 11 o'clock ni, go to bed. So again, verbs at the end. Let's break this down to a full Japanese uh, sentence. And let's review some vocabulary here so you're not overly confused. And have you listened to the episode of Telling Time in Japanese? If you haven't, you should do that. After this, you know, you, I'll teach you the one word here, but you'll probably want to know how to say you're going to bed at other times of the day. 11 o'clock is ju-ichi-ji. Now, the word 11 is just ju ichi and then ji o'clock. ju ichi ji. And then the verb to say going to sleep is nemasu. Nemasu. So this whole sentence in Japanese is ju ichi ji ni nemasu. There you have it. 11 o'clock, particle ni stating the time of the event. And the event in this sentence is nemasu, going to sleep. Ju ichi ni nemasu. There you have it. You are now a master of these three particles, or at least a familiar friend of these particles. This will give you a basic understanding, and there's quite a few particles in Japanese, quite a few ways to use some of them. And it really just comes down to practice and getting exposed to them. But I really think, if you start here with this episode, you're going to get some pretty solid solid grasp and just a good step towards mastering all of these, okay? So in this episode, let's quickly review what we've covered. We've covered particle one, which was O, marking the object affected by the verb in that sentence. All right, I drank coffee, I drank tea, and then we had particle two, de. Location of the event described by the verb. Where did you read your book? Where did you eat your dinner? De will tell you. Alright, search for that particle in the sentence, and you know how to link things up together. Particle three, ni, which was the time at which the event takes place. I go to bed at 11 o'clock. I ate dinner at 5 o'clock. And so on. Alright, so those are your three particles of this episode today. And let's quickly review some vocabulary that we covered in this episode as well. Just so you can, you know, if you're ending it and you're going to listen to it again, you'll have a solid, a more solid grasp on these words as well. So here we go. Vocabulary of this episode, starting with the verbs. Verb to sleep. nemas. Verb to watch. mimas. Verb to drink, nomimas. Verb to read, yomimas. Vocabulary used in this episode: TV, terebi, coffee, kohi, home, uchi, eleven o'clock, ju ichiji, book, hon, library, toshiokan. And there you have it. Look at this. You've learned three particles. You've seen some grammar structure. And you've learned some new vocabulary. That's a pretty solid chunk of knowledge right there for you. Alright, so there's going to be some more particle stuff going on in the future. Uh, I'm hoping to record a whole course on this as well. But, you know, like I said, little bit by little bit, little steps, little chunks, little bites, you'll eventually get your way there and you won't be overwhelmed and intimidated. That's the purpose of this episode. So I hope these three particles have uh, got you going, got you going, get some practice in, review the notes. I'm going to have little uh, demonstration uh, sentences in there for you to follow along. Replace, hybridify, Japaneseify, do what you can do, and just uh, get comfortable with this. And then we'll take it to the next level in the future episodes of the Japan Podcast. Many more things to come. So... Arigatou gozaimasu for listening, and good luck with your Japanese adventures. Alright, talk to you soon.